What's up, beautiful people, to another episode of the Ricky Jones Jr. It's me, Ricky Jones Jr., back again for another day, another week, another opportunity for us to read God's word. For you know that we do these readings in the start of the day, right? Just to get our day going, to get our mind flowing, and to get our faith built up as we go about our way, as we go about our day. And for those that don't know, we have been reading from the book of Luke, the gospel of Luke in the Bible. And we are now on chapter three. So far, it's been a chapter a week. However, I may do something different on Friday. So make sure y'all tune back in on that day just to see how things go and flow. However, like I said, Luke chapter three, which in the previous chapters, we read about uh, Jesus when the angel came to Mary talking to her about the miraculous birth that she was about to undertake. And then her cousin, who was old in age, Elizabeth, also was met by an angel letting her know that she would, well, letting her husband know, Zachariah, know that she would be with child and to name him John. And so he was so confused. And so I won't say anti, but just caught up in the conditions that he's had, which were that she was going to be barren and that she was not going to bear a child, that he was like, whoa, how is this going to happen? I don't think this is going to be. So he was shut it up, right? The angel shut him up from not being able to speak until the birth of his son, John. And then he came into the scene. Jesus came into the scene. Jesus was lost while in the temple in Jerusalem and so forth and so on. And now here we are today in which we'll be reading about John the Baptist, right? Prepares the way of the Lord, which is so great and so good. And I just love how the Bible lays out a clear path of order, a clear path of the way things should be, the way things should flow. And even in this particular reading today, we'll read how the scriptures fulfill themselves, which is a beautiful thing as well which is a reminder to us as believers or those that may be wondering about if God is truly real, if I could trust God, if I pray to this God that people are talking about, that Ricky is talking about, will he really do what he says he'll do? Well, yes, as we read today, hopefully we'll get to it. But as we read today, we'll see that God fulfills the word that he speaks, right? So then reading in John chapter three, starting at verse one, of course, we read seven minutes of the word. Then there's prayer to seal what we read, and then we'll pick up on tomorrow with what's left. And so John chapter three, verse one, it says, it was now the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius, the Roman emperor. Pontius Pilate was governor over Judea. Herod and Tippus was ruler over Galilee. His brother Philip was ruler over Iteria and Trachonsus. Uh, see all these names, right? I'm not even going to get caught up in the name and the pronunciation of all these things. Y'all can read it in the word. Y'all can read it on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. But nonetheless, yeah, you go for it. Uh, they was ruler over um, Abilene. Ananias and Tobias uh, were the high priests at this time. So this was cool, right? Because now we have a clear understanding of the time of the year and the date in which this part of the Bible was taking place. And again, I love this even in the word, even as hard and complicated as it is for me to read it, however, uh, or pronunciate it um, or pronounce the words and things like that. I love it because it's a reminder that no, what God says is going to be so what God says is going to be established. And here are the receipts 
to what God has said. This was the time in which this person was ruling over this area. This person was ruling over this area. This person was ruling over this. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back in the history books and you will see a time in which these people were all ruling at the same time, which is the time in which we are reading of today right so it was it would be likened to if you know you were in a station you was like the time in which joe biden was the president um and ron DeSantis was the governor of florida right and just breaking it breaking it breaking it down from there from governor to mayor to um you know and it goes from there so that's the similarity of what just took place here He's a receipt. Okay, God is giving receipts to those who may have doubts. But at the end of the day, you can't deny what is so and what is written. And here we are in verse two. It says, at this time, a message from God came to John, son of Zechariah, who was living in the wilderness. So this was so cool because, again, we read about John, the son of Zechariah and the other previous package passages of scripture. And so here, a message from God came to John. Now, in this book or in this Gospel of Luke, we don't know what the message was. We don't know what the message is. However, we know a message from God came to John, who was living in the wilderness. And I say this, I build this part up so much because we are about to see the activation of John. We are about to see John go to work. We are about to see God work through John through a message, right? A message came to John that activated him who was in the wilderness. And I say all that to say, when God gives you a message, when God gives us a message, we should be activated. It should lead us to do something. There should be actions that follow a message from God, a word from God, an activation from God. When God calls your number, when God calls your phone, you should not only answer it with words, right? But there should be actions that follow what God has said to you. Because at the end of the day, I believe God is all about action. God is about creation, about action, and about fulfilling his will and his purpose. So at the end of the day, it lets us know a message came from God where John was. He was living in the wilderness, right? He didn't have to live in the wilderness. His father was a high priest. Uh, his mother was doing what she was doing, it, but he was living in the wilderness. But it was already pre-told and foretold about John himself. And then in verse 3, it says, then John went from place took place on both sides of the Jordan River. My man was activated and not only just in a local space, but he was active from place to place on both sides of the Jordan River, which the Jordan River is still here today, my friends. And I say that because people will try to doubt this word. People will try to doubt this text, the Bible. However, the events and the things that are taking place in the word are still most often still established today. And so you can go partake Right. And where I recommend all to go to the Jordan River is crazy because we went to Israel, but we didn't go to the Jordan River the first time. But we're going to go back and we're going to do it. But anyway, not to take a not to take away, not to take away because it, it's about to go. It's about to be popping because John went from place to place on both sides of the Jordan River. What did he do? He was preaching that people should be baptized to show that they have repented of their sins and turned to God to be forgiven. So John went with a message. He was a messenger sent by God. And the message was you should be baptized. Why didn't you be baptized? So that it could show that you have repented of your sins and turned to God to be forgiven. So here we get the understanding, right? This is the first mention of baptism in this particular gospel. 
But with it, it lets us know that baptism was to show that we have repented from our sins. We have turned from the ways in which we were living. We have made a change in which how we see life and approach life. And it's not from a place of sin or fulfilling the lust of the flesh or any of those things. However, we have been turned to the forgiveness of God and through receiving God's forgiveness, we now have a change of heart, a change of mind, a change of actions, and sometimes a change in the way we speak and a change in the way we interact with people and so forth and so on. However, that was the message in which John was preaching. John was out there delivering, right? And so, you know, that's why in some cases he gets the, the name John the Baptist. Uh, that wasn't his last name, you, you, you know, John or Baptist wasn't his name. However, that was one of the things that he was doing. That was a part of the message that he was presenting to people. It's time to be baptized, right? And in being baptized, what are you doing? You are showing that you have repented of your sins and turned to God to be forgiven. And so this is so great, right? Because we see John in action. But then I love it as well. Like I said, the Bible will always support itself because it's indicative of God always supporting his word and fulfilling the words that he said. Here, Isaiah, verse four, Isaiah has spoken of John when he said, so here we are finding words from the prophet Isaiah all the way in the Old Testament that spoke of this moment that we are reading about today. It says, he is a voice shouting in the wilderness, huh? Well, isn't that so? John was in the wilderness when God spoke to him about the message that he wanted him to share. And then here it says, prepare the way for the Lord's coming. Clear the road for him. The valleys will be filled and the mountains and hills may level. The curves will be straightened and the rough places may smooth. And then all people will see the salvation sent from God. All that to say. John is preparing the way for the Lord. John is preparing uh, the way so that all people will see the salvation sent from God, which we know now, right, to be Jesus. Even back in Isaiah's day and time, they didn't get to see the salvation that was prepared. They didn't get to see of Jesus. However, we get to read about what was seen and now get to believe in the Jesus who came to be a salvation for the world. And so all that to say, great people, here we are. We have made it to our seven minutes of reading. However, in these, what, six passages of scripture, we now have an understanding of God activating John through a message when John was out in the wilderness. And John not only hearing what was said by God, but then also acting on what God has shared with him to do. And I challenge you, my brothers and my sisters, those that are listening to this particular podcast, for you to be as well activated by the words of God. Don't be hesitant on what God is saying or don't be complacent, maybe thinking like, okay, I hear what you said, God, but that's not for me. I can't do it. I'm not worthy. I'm not able. No, go and do what God has shared with you to do. And there will be fruit on the other end, right? It's not just about yourself and your capabilities or abilities, but step out in faith, knowing that God will meet you in the steps that you take. And there will be fruits. There will be established what God has said for you to do. And there will be people on the other end. There's always people on the other end to receive what God has empowered you, purposed you, and called you and equipped you to do, right? And so 
I'm just excited, right? I'm excited because I believe that those that are listening to this podcast will be activated. They will hear from God and they will be activated in doing what God has shared for them to do. And on the other end of their activation, they'll see the results. They'll see success. They'll see people's lives changed, set free and delivered and coming into the knowledge of who God is and therefore who they are in Christ and all that they were purpose born and anointed to do. So let me pray with you, my people, so that you could be activated to doing what God has led you to do. I thank you, Lord God, for all that you are, all that you have shown us to be and all the things that you have in store for us, for those that believe. I thank you, Lord God, that we are activated just as you activated John. I thank you that you have a word for us, for those who haven't heard it. And I thank you for those who have heard the word that we will be activated in what you have shared with us to do, Lord God. May John be a witness that we can hear and do what you have called for us to do. And I thank you, Lord God, for the fruit that's on the other end, the lives that would be changed, the people that would be set free, the hearts that will be mended and the light that will be shined upon those who come in contact with us, those who are activated to do. I thank you, Lord God, that all is well. I thank you that you are a fulfiller of your word. And I thank you that you will do what you have already done time and time again, which is to fulfill the word that you said and cause it to come to pass and then do exceedingly abundantly above the things of which we can ask, think, or imagine. So I thank you, Father, for it. I thank you, Lord, for those that are listening. May they be enriched and empowered to go and do what you have called for them to do. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. My brothers and my sisters, I love you and I appreciate you all for rocking with me thus far. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the channel. It will be a blessing to you as we continue in the word. And if you are listening on your favorite podcast platform, tap in, tune in, because we have some fab tabulous things that are just along the horizon that I'm excited to bring for you all and to you all. So until then, great people, I love you. And on tomorrow, we will pick up on verse seven of the third chapter of Luke. Until then, I love you. Have a great day. Peace.